At the beginning of baseball's postseason, Tyler Kepner of the New York Times wrote a column evaluating which fans of the 10 playoff teams most deserved a World Series. Using what he called a suffering index, he ranked the St. Louis Cardinals, much to the distress of Cardinal Nation, as the least deserving of the 10 teams. Kepner based his ranking on two factors, fan suffering and individual legacies. Under fan suffering, he gave the most points to cities that had waited a long time for a championship or dealt with especially devastating losses. Under individual legacies, he gave the most points to teams that had players so transcendent that the absence of a championship would be noticeable late in their careers. Kebner claimed he meant no disrespect for the Cardinals. He called their fans loyal and their players bright and likable. But, he argued, they really do seem to win all the time. They are more like the Yankees than the Yankees these days. As for their best players, like Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina, they already are well decorated. In summary, Kebner wrote, Cardinal fans are hardly suffering and their players' legacies are well secured. The immediate reaction of Cardinal fans to the view that they were undeserving of another World Series title was to give Tyler Kepner the bird. How could the best fans in baseball not deserve another World Series title, no matter how many championships they'd won in the past? How could the franchise of Dizzy Dean, Stan Musial, Lou Brock, and Ozzie Smith not be admired by baseball fans around the country? How did the likable Cardinals become dislikable like the Yankees? There are, of course, certain teams that sport fans love to hate. In baseball, it's the Yankees, but college football has its Notre Dame, and pro football, it's Dallas Cowboys. In pro basketball, fans, when not rooting for their favorite team, love to root against the Los Angeles Lakers. Part of the reason sport fans love to hate these teams is that they do seem to win all the time, but that's not the only reason. Fans often root against certain perennial winners because the followers of those teams too often seem arrogant and insufferable. Not only do they expect their teams to win all the time, they see themselves as superior to other fans in knowledge and loyalty and therefore more deserving of a championship. So how did the likable Cardinals and their loyal fans get on the nerves of the rest of the baseball world? How did Cardinal Nation replace that obnoxious Yankee dynasty as baseball's evil empire? In my view... It's not the fault of the Cardinals or their fans. I blame sportscaster Bob Costas and his misguided love for St. Louis baseball. Costas grew up a diehard Yankees fan, but in the 1970s, after he took a job in St. Louis as a sportscaster on KMOX, his career, thanks in large part to radio personality Jack Carney, began to blossom and his loyalties began to change. By the time Mark McGuire was shattering Babe Ruth's single-season home run record, Costas, now a nationally renowned sportscaster, was proclaiming to television fans around the country that St. Louis was the best baseball town in America. The problem with Costas repeatedly declaring St. Louis fans the best in baseball is that it's annoying for all those knowledgeable and loyal baseball fans who don't root for the Cardinals. It's a boast that is painfully similar and just as irritating as the frequent claim by football broadcasters that the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. The truth of the matter is that there are great baseball fans in every city in America. Some fans root for teams with a winning tradition, but that makes them fortunate, not better, or the best. So if Cardinal fans want to be likable, they should turn down the volume and count their blessings while they wait until next year. As for my wife Anita and me, one of us will be looking forward to a new baseball season, 
While the other is glad, the season is finally over. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.